And now, we introduce episode 15 of The Big Guns, Tequila and Sunrise. Welcome back, Big Guns. It's been a little bit of a, a little hiatus here. But, uh, when last we left, we had kind of breezed through the journey from Marl to the very southern portion of the Pecos Empire, right along the Mexico border, to a little slice of heaven known as Laredo, where Mag will finally pick up the last bit of his payment for helping Lorena. His little Sky King, his, his own little personal flying vehicle. It's just resting somewhere in this, uh, you know, beautiful suburban little sprawl. Which I believe we just said you were standing on a clifftop overlooking the just massive, just burb of a city. Nothing as large as, like, um, you guys are used to. Even the suburbs around Marl are a little bit vertical. This is more like one, two-story kind of buildings. No rhyme or reason. Just ramshackle. Much more low-tech than, than what you are all used to. However, it does look like it's easily three or four times the size of Marl. Now, some of that might be due to the fact that it's not built vertically in a spaceship, where it's more spread out horizontally, but it could just be there's a couple thousand people here. And from that vantage point, you did hear the sounds of violence ensuing, but it didn't seem like it was anything out of the ordinary for this kind of place. Um, a little bit to the south of you, as you're looking south towards the city, uh, you do see the ruins of what is probably the original city of Laredo, pre-Rifts. You make out some like kind of late-in-the-day mining workers that are still salvaging bits and pieces. Although over the last hundred years, there's probably very little left worth having there. The city so itself. Sorry, they don't inhabit the ruined city at all. No, the, the city of Laredo was built like just to the south of it. Interesting. Uh, and that city does spread out and kind of abuts against the river. And there, even at this distance, you can make out a rather large bridge that is in the up position. And the rest of Laredo is actually across that river in what is technically 
uh, old Mexico. Oh, I see. But you're about uh, maybe a 15-minute walk to get... 15-20 minute walk to get to the city from where you're at. It's late in the day, like dusk will probably be approaching in a few hours. You've had a long, long journey. But you managed to make it through relatively unscathed, despite Nazi penguins <laughs> and a few other unpleasant surprises, but nothing you all couldn't handle. But you're here. What are you gonna do? Um, do I have contact information specifically for where you I'm have to be no starting? frequency? You have no location. You do have a name, however. Mm-hmm. Sounds gonna, like it's time to gather information. Yeah, I am gonna verify. I don't want to know just off my memory because it's been a while. Yes, you are looking for Danny Delgado. Um, looks like it's part of your thing. He goes by the nickname Deadshot. Uh, the only kind of really bit of information you have is it looks like there's like a little bit of a note from um, Arden that he is north of the river. So he is on the side that is currently closest to you guys. So he should be in like the, the America side as it were. The, what used to be the American southern border. Alrighty. And you can imagine he's either some kind of merchant, engineer, somebody who would deal in vehicles. It doesn't look like the tech level you're seeing from your vantage point here is very high. Most of the uh, conveyances you can spot in the distance seem to be animal or foot-based. There are some motorcycles here and there. Uh, You think you maybe catch the occasional glimpse of some kind of, like, robot suit. Like a, not a power armor, but an actual robot. But, uh, it is definitely less of a tech level than you're used to. Guess I won't be getting missiles here. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's uh, make our way in. See if we can't find this dead shot. Tavern? Classic tavern? Uh, I could use a drink. Good places I needed to start. Figure with uh, such an arrogant nickname, folks have probably heard of him. Well, I guess we could go to like the crematorium or something. I'm sorry, what, Charlie? You know where they burn bodies? Because this guy's named Deadshot. I bet he shoots a lot of people, so we could go ask the Undertaker. Ah, that's not <laughs> a bad idea at all. For what the little bits you all have learned of Laredo, doesn't sound like the place where they're super worried about taking care of dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too civilized. You oh, kind of are, you little maniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody actually speak Spanish? Uh, uh, negative, Ghost Rider. I could translate it, though, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, find out if it is default in your thing or you have to pick it up like your other languages, Justin, because that will be kind of critical in communicating here because the major language is going to be Spanish. I have a D12 plus 2 in Spanish, or my translator does. Sweet. Nice. Perfect. Uh, So what's the plan? Just kind of make your way down and look for the first place that looks like they're serving drinks? Uh, Yep, that sounds good to me. 
Uh, so as you kind of make your way down the town, like I said, off this kind of high rise, passing by the ruins of Old Laredo, uh, you get a few odd looks here and there. You're a mountaineer and mostly the glitter girl, you're assuming. Because uh, you are clearly, you know, girded for war. Right. Mostly these are just unassuming kind of miners. The people look kind of downtrodden and dirty. The roads are not really even roads so much as just muddy thoroughfares. The style of dress is very much like fictionalized Old West, like a lot of dusters, uh, ponchos, cowboy hats, boots, leatherworks. Everybody you see does typically have some kind of sidearm or large blade. Like, not sword, but like, you know, a decent-sized knife, like a bowie knife. Uh, But overall, the tech level seems very low. You don't hear the normal hum of generators uh, or fusion batteries. There's no electric lights that you see readily. Maybe every couple of blocks you might spot some place that actually has like a a light on and powered by electricity. So there's Definitely a lot of no missiles. Yeah, it's muddy. You, you constantly hear shouting and gunfire and fights breaking out like from like the streets over. Occasionally, see somebody get thrown through a window and then jumped out and stabbed. Uh, at one point, you hear, like, a bunch of cheering as it looks like there's just a bunch of people betting on two people trying to kill each other. <laughs> Do they bother putting glass back in windows in this town? It's not the time you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> and go ahead, anybody who... Let's do a group common knowledge roll at minus two. So designate somebody to be your primary and everybody else can assist with whatever skills that could be useful. This will be about observing the people you're seeing. So notice could work, common knowledge could work, uh, anything related to like the criminal element could work. But the primary role will be a common knowledge role. I'll take the lead. Alright. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna assist with my notice. Look around at these people, see if I can get my lay of the land by their the way they act and react. Alright. Let's get a notice roll from Masuki. Uh, Will, what's Charlie going to be looking at? That's success, uh, Tess. I have a new power called Mind Reading. So sort of narratively, I'd like to start reaching out with psionics and touching people's minds. Matt, just mark off the PowerPoints and I'll let you make a psionics roll. And you can use your psionics re-roll on it as well. Jesus Christ. I'll re-roll, why not? That's a uh, so success with the raise. Uh, so all in total, that'll be a plus three. Justin, just go ahead and give yourself a flat plus one for all the extras. Uh, so with the minus two penalty, you're just at a plus two to your common knowledge. Alrighty. Sounds good. Let me roll that beautiful moon footage. Uh, nine. Success of the raise. So in the like time it's taking you to kind of go and work your way from just the outskirts of town, between Masuki paying close attention to the people, especially since I imagine the violence that is ensuing is kind of putting her on edge, uh, and Charlie, you're definitely getting... Uh, a lot of psychic static of just not good intentions. <laughs> but what you guys kind of pick up on your slow walk through the town here and is that there definitely are a large portion of people in distinct gang kind of colors or attire. Even in like the you know, 15-20 minutes it's taking you to get through like the outskirts of town into like the heart of Laredo, you probably count at least eight different gangs that you've identified in just this small section of the town you've been in. And these people definitely have the air of, like, bandits, like the people that are ravaging across the Pecos Empire. This might be where they're recruiting them. (laughs) 
And even like the the normalish kind of townsfolk that are just trying to go about their day, like you even see children that are armed with like a sidearm or a knife. Like it definitely looks like this is a not safe place. As we pass a rather large man, um, horribly scarred, lots of weapons, I kind of uh, nudge Misuki. Go, that one wishes he could be a baker. (laughs) (laughs) I turn my head to the right. I look him up and down. I squint a little bit. Of course he does. (laughs) How did you know? Charlie, he just looks like dough. (laughs) (laughs) Misuki, the the glitter girl has been acting fairly decent for the last few days. Except, uh... After a couple minutes of walking through town, like, you realize, like, the armor starts auto-targeting people. Like, your head's up. It's just, like, no weapons are being, like, readied or fired. Okay. But, like, it just keeps, like, targeting people. Then, like, it'll last for a second. Then it'll go away. Then your in-combat HUD will pop back up again target other people. And it happens, like, a good half-dozen times in, in a few minutes. And then just stops. The other thing you guys notice with your common knowledge role is... Uh, a lot of people have canteens. A lot of people have some weird guns you don't typically see. They have, like, large, kind of bulbous uh, protrusions on them. And a lot of folks are wearing crucifixes. Mm. Interesting. Mags, what are those? Do you know? The crucifixes? No. <clears throat> Sorry, you mean those cross-like things they're wearing on their necks there? Yeah, and the the bulby things. Well, uh, that cross they're wearing on their necks called a crucifix. It's uh, designed, uh, it's uh, supposedly wards off vampires. Uh, there's a lot more down here being close to Mexico. I'm not sure what the other thing's for. The other thing is gun like, but it has, like, like I said, a large kind of. And they look like they're made out of, like, instead of, like, space-age kind of ceramics, they look like they're made out of more cheap plastic. Is it a water gun? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can I uh, roll, like, battle or... Yeah, I'll let you roll battle. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a success. As a child, Flint, you remember your first gun when you were four <laughs> was a water gun. When you were five, you were given a real gun. Alright, yes, that's the appropriate age for a I'm strapping dwarf to receive their first firearm. Uh, not, and not everybody's packing water guns, but they are relatively common. Yeah, I, I believe those are uh, water guns there, Charlie. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's also, again, a vampire deterrent. Too bad we didn't have these guys with us at the tower. Well, all I can say is if we run across a vampire here, suit first and ask questions later, alright? That's the standing order. Not a problem, Mags. As it presently stands, my suit's trying to shoot first anyway. (laughs) Oh, damn. It's not powering up the weapons, is it? Not yet. Uh, So as you're starting to make your way through the town, you're getting to a point now where the streets are getting a little bit narrow and muddy. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a problem to get the Mountaineer through here. I mean, uh, you can force we it by driving... forcing... 
while we were driving through, did I see something like a stable or like a parking garage? I mean, obviously not a parking garage, but you know. Uh, you've seen like places for people to stable horses. You see like motorbikes just kind of pulled in alleys and like beside like uh, buildings. Uh, every now and then you'll see like something as large as like a van. It's not that you can't get the mountaineer through the streets, but doing so is going to fo- force most people out of the way and off the road. Well, I'm not entirely opposed to that, but if there if if I've seen a place or if I can find a place where we can conveniently park it, then I'll do so. Um, if you take a couple minutes, you can find a, a, a large enough area where you can park it. Alright. Lock all the doors and leave two, two uh, let's see, we'll leave Cowardly and, uh, Ward, they work well together. Uh, so we'll leave Clark and Ward together to guard the thing and have the rest come with them. And, uh, tell Ward, Ward, uh, work up a shift so there's always two here with the, the Mountaineer. I don't like this place. And I don't like anyone being alone. The rest of you are free to spread out, but stay to, stay in pairs. Uh, I, for one, I'm going to go over there to that bar, have a drink, and find out about this dead short fella. Yeah, the air is definitely ripe between, like, animal manure, the sweat, unwashed bodies, blood, uh, and then just lots of cheap alcohol, like floating in the air. It's pretty bad. Occasionally, though, you do get a whiff of some kind of, like, food being prepared. Like, obviously, it's getting close to dinner time. And those smells are slightly more pleasant, but but yeah, as, as a whole, doesn't really smell too great down here. Gross. Uh, we'll say Karis decides that she's, she's gonna go with um, Pig and try to resupply. Get some more food. Get things ready for the journey back. So if you discuss the group, the plan is not to stay here very long, correct? It's to basically pick up your plane, get it hooked up, and get the hell out, right? Yep. Uh, as far as I know, uh, although uh, uh, we had talked about maybe repairing the plane, I'm going to assess the damage to see how long it's going to take to repair it first. Gotcha. Uh, but we are not ne- We're not really in a hurry to get back. Part of this trip's purpose is to lie low, so but, it'd I mean, be all right if we took a little longer. I remember it's like almost two, like a two week trip, so yeah, exactly. So you know, we can head back if if the repairs are going to take a very long time, then there's no point in sticking around. But if they won't take too long, then we'll see what ha- what happens. I guess. Gotcha. So yeah, Mag, you do to correctly identify what looks to be some kind of bar, or saloon, or at least a place where people are drinking. Oh, yeah. uh, Now, Tess, it's going to be a little bit of work to get the Glitter Girl in here. You can fit it. It's just going to... You're going to have to, like, duck and really work your way under the door frame there. Thankfully, yours is a little bit smaller than a standard Glitter Boy, so it's a little bit easier for you. But it still is. bug out on me, I'm going to squeeze my ass in there. You definitely get some looks, and you definitely all... Those that are paying attention see hands slapping leather, reaching for gun hilts. And then realizing that there's probably nothing they can do about a giant hulking glittering warrior like mech woman. So <laughs> that's that's because they didn't see the last fight we were in, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then mostly Mag, you, your translator starts kicking in as people start talking again, uh, but it's picking up Spanish and translating it for you. Gotcha. Especially go ahead and give me your a roll, roll your d12 plus one, just in case. 
Maybe you only speak conversational Spanish. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure fluency is at a D8. Yeah. By the way, that would be a 10. Yeah. You're easily picking everything up. Definitely get some swear words and gasps at the glitter girl. Like, who the fuck are these people? Who are they with? And like, you are getting eyed down by several people. <laughs> they probably can't see me staring back. Nope, not through your faceplate. <laughs> and then it's always like, dog? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the three of you have stuck together at least. Yes. yes. As a matter of fact. All right. Uh, in that case, uh is probably with us too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. She really leaves Masuki's side. Makes sense. Uh, so I'm gonna go up to the bar. I uh, uh, kind of take a glance over my shoulder at uh, Masuki. See if she looks thirsty. Oh, yeah. hard, hard to tell through power armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I assume I'd have to park my power armor at the door. If I said you could fit it in here, it's just it's gonna be kind of awkward. You probably won't be able to actually sit in any of the furniture they have. I figure she'll either nod or shake her head. One of the two. But if you want to leave it outside, you could. Yeah, I'm going to park it at the door. Okay. Worst case Probably scenario, if somebody tries to get in it and go take off in it, it'll be fun one time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two whiskeys. Uh, milk for the two milks. No, they don't have milk here. This is That's too cliche. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but it was so funny. I was like, you're about to get Charlie and you some So, milk. what first starts to happen as you're ordering, obviously you're speaking in English and waiting for your translator to kick in. Yeah. And before your translator like that delay, the guy's just like, we don't speak English here. And then like, oh wait. He kind of looks at you strange, like he's probably never seen a universal translator before. <laughs> we don't have milk. Uh, All right, just tequila. 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 Okay, well, when in Rome, they say. I don't know where the fuck Rome is. All right, when in Laredo, then tequila. (laughs) Fuck it, tequila for everyone. He pulls out like three rather dirty shot glasses. I I I hold up four fingers. Grabs another one, puts it down, just. Pops a cork out of, like, a ceramic bottle. Gives him a, a generous pour. That'll be 20 credits. Alright. I, I, I'll make it 100 if you can tell me something about a fella named Deadshot. I know something about Deadshot. Uh, I'll need to see the credits first. Yeah. Damn. I tap out my, uh... <laughs> A little code on my or the screen on my cyber arm. Do they have like a thing here? He does. Like he reaches behind the counter, he clearly like pulls out like a little data pad, it's dusty, he blows off it. Puts the square in works. the top. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy your drink. What do you want to know about Deadshot? Where can I find him? Hey everybody! The little gringo is looking for Deadshot. I throw back my shot, and as Yusha goes to take hers, I put my hand over the top of her glass. <laughs> You're not fast enough to stop me. 
So Charlie, give me a bigger roll, buddy. I don't know if you've had alcohol before. I feel like we should just see how that sits with him. <laughs> wow, 14. Charlie's wow. great. Like that. Charlie loves tequila. Yeah, he do. Like, this shit is cool. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, God. Uh, a bunch of people start laughing. And obviously, Mags is the only one that actually understands what anybody... I'll let you guys know if people are speaking in English, but... Yeah, no, I get it. I just saw what he poured into the glass and was like, yeah, no. One guy who's obviously drunk stands up, kind of wobbly. I could be a dead shot! And he, like, reaches for his gun and starts spinning it and just kind of drops it. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) I put my hand on my gun. We're not doing this today. Uh, When Masuki does that, I steal Yusha's drink. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You have to be more specific, senor. Delgado. What was his first name? Danny. Danny. Danny Delgado. There's a lot of Delgados here. A lot of them have guns. What else could you tell me? I, uh... He's, uh, holding a a vehicle for me. He should have some sort of, uh, business or associated with vehicles. Uh, give me a persuasion roll of plus two, because you did bribe him. Alrighty. I'll be real pissed if my credits did nothing. Because my persuasion is poor, as you can tell by my role-playing. I'm not- Ooh, fuck. <laughs> apparently yeah, that's- well, Apparently that true. translator is really good. It's yeah. like, it's not doing a word-for-word translation. No, it's, it's <laughs> that is editing. A, that is a ten, so- And the guy's is, still having, like, a hard time following you, because he's like, has to wait for the delay. That is not even with the plus two. With the plus two, that's a 12. And I will remind you, that's on a D4. Yeah, that's hell of a job. Like I said, success with multiple raises there. Kind of looks familiar. Like, looks kind of for a minute, rubbing his chin. Pours himself a drink. There might be a man near the river. He has a junkyard. I think his name is Danny. Is it on the north side of the river? That I don't know. I just know that there's a, a man named Danny who owns a junkyard. Alright. He could have a... I don't think he'd have a vehicle, but... Uh, he's probably a Delgado. I can't say for certain. Well, at least appreciate you pointing us in, our, in a direction. We'll find out if it's the right one when I get there. Cheers. And then he takes his shot. One more round for the road. Yeah. Another twenty credits. Oh my god! I don't. <laughs> I don't think you should keep giving Charlie shots, Max. It's good. Tingly, Bernie. Um. Oh shit, Charlie! Have you ever drank before? No. I mean, water. And the bartender is really like now that Charlie's talking, and it's like. Well, he doesn't understand what Charlie's saying. He wasn't expecting him to talk or drink, and he's looking at him very strangely. Your dog is very weird. You don't know the half of it, brother. <laughs> it pours the next round. Does this right. make it two again? I just go ahead and slide Yusha's shot in front of me. <laughs> and keep my hand on the glass at all times while I take the first shot. <laughs> I can't do basic math right now. That's terrible. Oh no. 
That means Charlie's about to do shot number three because I can't stop him from taking both of them, but I can't stop him from taking one of them. <laughs> uh, you guys want to stick around here? Are you ready to go ahead and go find his delegado? It's time uh, what's to go the, to the junkyard. What's the daylight situation? It's dusk is approaching, so it's kind of like that orangey kind of purple time right now. You've probably got anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour, like 40 minutes before full night sets in. Uh, one more uh, one more question there, bartender. Uh, where can we find some lodging? You need a place to stay. Hey. There's nothing around here. Maybe closer to the river. Maybe far off or to the west. Well, see this is Rustnive's territory. Rest Nobody nice. wants to stay here. Oh. Well, we'll keep our eyes uh, keep our eyes open for them. Notice there's quite a bit of uh, different affiliations here. They have a lot of. You're not from Laredo, are you? Um, I heard a story once about folks telling people that they weren't from around here. And I can assure you that I will not react the same way they did. <laughs> There's a lot of gangs here in Laredo. You have to be very careful what area you're in. Rust knives aren't too bad about people coming in through here, as long as they don't linger. What about the river? There's at least six or seven different gangs down there. Can you tell me which ones don't mind strangers staying in a tavern or uh, an inn or whatever they have? Sorry, I can't. I don't go much beyond this place. Uh, guess we'll have to find out for ourselves. If you make it. If we make it. I mean, he does kind of like, you are the only ones in this bar with cyberware, like, with actual, like, decent weapons that you can really see, so. Mm-hmm. But this is mm-hmm. not a very big bar. There's maybe ten people drinking. True. A couple people playing cards. We may not be the baddest motherfuckers uh, around, but I doubt that uh, a few thugs could take us. At the very yeah. least, we can hold our own. question will be, can we avoid pissing off the entire gang? Because right. then we have a problem. Yes. <laughs> or multiple gangs, because that's more likely our, our bag. <laughs> go big or go home. We are the big guns. That is it. Alright, so if you, I'm assuming you're going to decide to head out and try to track down this, uh... Donnie Danny. Yeah, yeah Danny Delgado. Danny down by the river. By uh, the so we'll river. just do a, a standard networking roll. So pick a primary. Is either going to make a persuasion or intimidation. Everybody else can support however they'd like. Uh, bribery, as you see, can give you a plus two. So if you want to spread out more money, I know that's probably not in Meg's wheelhouse, but it is an option. Intimidation does have its own other downside where if you fail, you could potentially take bumps and bruises as you get into random fights and things like that, but it depends on which skill is better for you. So whoever your primary lead would like to be for the persuasion or intimidation, the others can assist. I have a good persuasion and a decent intimidation. Although I can't speak Spanish, so I don't know about that. Yeah, so that's going to be a bit of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I kind of... Godspeed. 
Yep, it looks like Mags, unfortunately, you're gonna have to be the lead that since you're the one who speaks the language. I can use psychic powers, though. (laughs) I could possibly do it in my glitter girl armor, but that's a whole different mixed bag of sometimes it targets people and sometimes it tries to let go of a sonic boom on its own. Yeah. Yeah, You have a feeling if that thing goes a sonic boom here, you might knock some of these buildings over. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Alright, I'll take the lead, I guess. Uh... Unless you want to... I, I could let you if you want to be the support. You can. It just it, your action would probably be limited to translating. So all right, that works for me. I so will somebody translate. else would like to take the lead. If Charlie wants to be our primary information gatherer, sure, I'll do it. I mean, I can help intimidate. I am in glitter girl armor, but that's all I got. I can just cross my arms really hard. Uh, so, so the primary well, you is are just take a glitter it. girl too. So don't yeah. forget that. Like you, you know, even down here, they should they would respect the. Yeah, potentially. It's not uh, necessarily 100%, but there, it's not like it's out the window. Yeah. The legends of the Glitter Boy and Glitter Girls are pretty much pervasive across North America. Uh-huh. Alright, so this role is going to be at a minus two. Uh, minus one is just because you're outsider kind of status, and there's yep. still a little bit of the language barrier there just to represent the difficulty of mags translating. There's an additional minus one... Uh, for a reason you have not yet discovered. So you're looking at a minus two penalty before anybody assists. Okay. All right. So obviously Charlie's going to be the, the point canine on this. <laughs> uh, so Mags, how are you going to help? Obviously you have to translate somehow, but whatever skill you can justify using for that. Well, uh, do you want me to just roll my Spanish again? <laughs> you could do that if you'd like. If you want to do electronics, as you like, kind of fine-tune it and try to make the tempo match... A little bit better, make conversations yeah, probably, flow a little better. That, Whatever that you like fits to do. the that fits the uh, narrative a little better, than, or at least the the intent of the mechanics better than just rolling my built-in computers dice. That seems almost cheaty. <laughs> so yeah, I will use um, I'll use electronics. Uh, I'm gonna set up just like a little uh, remote speaker. Uh, so that like the voice is coming, yeah, I'm, I'm going to link Charlie into the the translation basically, nice. Uh, so that he can directly do it. And I'll use electronics with the fiat of my MacGyver edge to, to rig something up. Yeah, absolutely. Fairly fairly simple for you. I'll you be can using broadcast quality. it through his communicator. I got a seven, so just a plus one for me. Fair enough. I'll be using piloting. As I uh, walk behind the group, at the last <laughs> moment when they stop moving, I will do a superhero leap and land directly behind Charlie and stand up and cross my arms. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, bro. <laughs> hey, nice. seven it is. Alright, so the, basically their assists have negated your minus two penalty, Charlie. And I'll, uh, I'll spread a little money around. How much does it cost to affect the uh, greased wheels on I'll the networking. 500 credits will give you a plus two. Oh, son of a bitch. Because it's not like, you have to, this is going to all take about an hour, so yeah. you'll get your, your chance to find your information as night is coming on. Yeah, so in that time, of, like, as we're just, as we're making our way toward the river, of course, I'll, uh, uh, notify the, uh, members that have gone different directions where we're going and have them bring the mountaineer, uh, down to the river. Turns out, for some weird reason, uh, Higgs speaks fluent Spanish. Oh, <laughs> nice. 
Of course he does. Well, I uh, always thought English was not his first language. Basically. <laughs> 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 and he and Karis have got a, a line on some fairly cheap supplies for food and water, things like that. The water might be a little brown, but the food is fairly decent and should keep for several days. Supplement your rations. All right, good, good. And uh, Ward and Clark report that there have been a couple of people eyeing the Mountaineer, but when Ward started polishing his juicer rifle, people (laughs) got to stepping. (laughs) Oh, that's another thing we're going to have to watch out for. There may be more juicers down here. Mm. Could be. So I failed. Um... You have bennies. Oh, you do have bennies. That's <laughs> gonna have to use that penny. Watch that's not a. If Justin plays the, if Mag does the five hundred credits, that would actually be a success because that would be four. Okay, excellent. that's true. Can we say that we got a couple bottles of tequila and? Yeah, however uh, you want to spend the credits, that's fine by me. Yeah, uh, Charlie's feeling loose, happy, a little tingly. Uh, so just kind of going up to Stringles. Danny Delgado by the river. If you tell us, we'll give you a tequila. <laughs> so, so tequila with me. Charlie's on spring break. Yes. <laughs> this is definitely spring break, Charlie. It and is then, off-putting, and pe- a couple of people run. A lot of kids laugh, and then like when you offer them tequila, the only concerned parent in this part of Laredo yanks her kid away. Yeah, and then Tess fucking superhero jumps right behind me while this is going on. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, but with a regular good old-fashioned success, you get most of what you're looking for. So. We'll say in this hour, you're, you're working your way south, closer to the river. And you're asking around for Deadshot Danny Delgado. Tequila. Tequila. And you're keeping <laughs> your eyes peeled for anything that could resemble a junkyard. You don't get concrete directions, but after about an hour, somebody's like, I don't I don't know a Danny Deadshot Delgado, but I know dead shit Delgado. He's got all that rusted metal uh, on the place, so it's like about uh, somewhere over on the west there. Alright, then. West it is. Have a tequila. Okay. Squishy. <laughs> How's that dog talking? <laughs> <laughs> tequila, buddy. Kind of doesn't look like he wants to drink it now. <laughs> uh, so you basically have a much more narrow corridor now. You can you don't need any rolls to find the place, but it's just going to take you a little more bit more time. Uh, but night has fully descended by this point, point. and that was your other penalty. The nickname. Uh, Arden had the wrong one. It's not Deadshot Delgado, it's Dead Shit Delgado. Arden uh, thinks the best of people. Arden That's just true. doesn't know people's nicknames that live 600 miles away. Oh, well, okay. he should. <laughs> I'll have to bring this up with him when we get back. Yeah. Seems that yeah, he'll intentionally misdirected us. His near-death experience, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Arden definitely was worried about that. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. Like I said, night has fallen. And while the crowds haven't necessarily thinned out, more of the savory kind of people are moving behind closed doors. 
Well, uh, our first informant there did uh, say that we're more likely to find lodging to the west, so we'll just follow the river westward until we can find a place to stay, and then we can pick up the search for Danny in the morning. What do you guys say? Sounds like a good idea to me, especially with Yusha out here. You're a genius. I love you. Masuki, why didn't you want me to have this stuff? It's wonderful. I just didn't want you to fall asleep so early, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Not sleepy. I feel stimulated. Give me Wait a bigger roll at minus two. <laughs> <laughs> Since you've been drinking a bit more now. That's a failure. Yeah. Blah, you blah. Fe- you have a level of fatigue there, buddy. <laughs> Charlie, go night-night. <laughs> Charlie, go night-night. Do you want the rest of the big guns to kind of meet up with you, or have yeah. to find lodging in their area? Uh, no, I, I want to keep us all together. This is a strange like, place with a lot of different gangs. From what you're looking at, though, from what you've seen, the odds of finding an inn that's going to have room for eight people probably going to be kind of slim. Oh, okay. But you could definitely tell them to kind of get closer to this area. It just might take them a little while. But yeah, I'll can, tell them where we are. Tell them to try to find lodging closest to that. And let me tell you why that's scary. Because Higgs is their point of contact. we'll be in a gang war first thing in the morning guys (laughs) sounds good war does also approach the subject would you rather me just pull out to the edge of the city uh that actually may be the best that way we can keep the mountaineer yeah we can camp in the mountaineer and that way if we do need anything we can just crash through buildings and get to you (laughs) right yeah good call so we'll, we'll take it, we'll kind of skirt along the western edge of the city. Good idea. Thomas, if you need anything. We'll do. I need to figure out how to way to pipe the uh, tracker into that mountaineer so they can find us. So as you're heading to the western side, uh, definitely still getting a lot of looks here and there, but nobody quite wants to tussle with a glitter girl. Yeah, I guess I will keep in mind the size of the building, too. (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of going along. You see what looks like a place that's... You're not sure if it's going to be a tavern, because there's not a lot of signs. I mean, people don't really read, so it's kind of hard to determine if a building is what it actually is. It's kind of more like just people just kind of know. Pictures of beds or hammocks. Uh, it's also hard to see because it looks like a lot of people's sides have been graffitied and with like gang sides and things like that. But there's a place that you do see a sign that there might be a bed. If, if, it, might, if it might be a whorehouse, it's hard to tell. It's a very crude drawing. Wow. And as you're kind of moving up near the front of it to get a better look at the sign, you do see like a lot of lamplight, like from oil lamps spilling out from like open windows and kind of like those old fashioned Wild West saloon doors. And somebody mm-hmm. comes like flying through as a guy's got another guy by the collar and is just pummeling him and breaking his nose and like hitting him with a pistol whip. Goodness. Then he like spits on him, reaches into his pocket, takes out a bag of coin, kicks him in the balls, and then goes back inside. And they, I think this guy's left moaning and broken and bleeding at your feet. I'd step over him. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Don't let me bother you. I'm going to heal him. Uh, okay. Are you going to be blatant about it, or... Yeah, I'm drunk. Okay, so just 
don't worry about or don't forget about your fatigue. So you just minus one. Okay. And mark off the power points and give yourself a roll. That's fine. That's a Jesus Christ. Yeah. Charlie's Uh, never got. He's gonna be an alcoholic. Like he's doing so great while he's drunk. He's getting. And that is a triple raise there, Will. So here is your. Nobody made the crazy noise. Yeah, that's a 19. It is a 19 for real. There's your action card, son. Thank you. Triple raise. I got last stand. Your hero and allies within 5 feet, 10 yards, gain plus 2 parry and toughness until the next joker is dealt. Nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Might come in useful, you never know. You hear that horrible pop as his nose switches back into place. He gasps. And then just starts rattling off in Spanish. Flint, you're already walking past it, but you hear something about, like, sweet, merciful God. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, buddy. And I lick him. Have a tequila, and I'll try and get a bottle if it's, like, in a bag or something and get it to him. (laughs) You guys are out of tequila by this point. You use all your bribes. Damn it. Never mind, bye. But you can smell (laughs) in the air, there's definitely more of it here. (laughs) Heh. Along with a lot of sweaty bodies and, like, the smell of sizzling meats. So, Mag, as you walk through, this place is a lot bigger than the other one. It actually does look like it's two stories. Uh, The bar is a little bit fancier, meaning it's actually, like, an actual bar. (laughs) There's a lot of, like, poker tables and games going on. There's somebody playing music in the corner. It's actually got a couple of girls serving drinks and, and, like, small plates of, like, fried potatoes and meats. And this is a background roar of just a bunch of conversations, not many of which in English. Tessa, Masuki is leaving the glitter girl outside. I am. Okay. Like the the guy that Charlie heals is like looking at the dog, looking at the now motionless glittering statue. <laughs> crosses himself a few times, like kisses the foot of the glitter girl and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> You should uh, clamp the hand down on the uh, on like I'm sure they have a post out front for hitching horses, a hitching post. Right, right. <laughs> there are a few horses hitched up out here as well. Perfect. I tie the glitter girl off. <laughs> Masuki, can I tie another one on? Absolutely not, Charlie. You won't thank yourself for this in the morning. I'll thank you. I think at this point you just kind of like, okay, I don't think I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you have my best interests at heart I know this very well don't worry you'll have the full scope of this come the sunrise I don't Aye. know what that means <laughs> but it'll be funny for us trust us <laughs> <laughs> So All yeah, right, I'll sidle up to the bar and uh, talk to the bartender. It's kind of busy. It takes him a good minute before he gets to you. Some other people are getting drinks. And in Spanish. How can I help you? I uh, have whiskey. Kind of looks at you for a second as your translator catches up. No, this is Laredo. Okay, tequila. And uh, we need a room. <laughs> I can give you the tequila. The room might be a problem. I have a common room. You can sleep on the floor. 
If there's a mat free, or if you want to kill a man and take his bed, just don't have him bleed on it. But I don't have individual rooms. Alright. Well, that'll have to work then. Tequila is six credits, twelve for a double, and food is five. The room will be fifteen credits per person. Alright, I hand him a hundred credits. Get us all a plate of food, and I'll drink some of that. You can keep the rest. Oh! I'll be broke by the time we leave this place. That's not true. Mag just feels like that. Yeah, 60 credits will cover everybody's lodging, and then 20 for the food. Mm -hmm. Then you can get a few drinks. Mm -hmm. So you'll keep them away from Charlie. Yeah, no, I am not passing any more to anyone but myself. Unless Misuki wants some. But nope. she, uh, she's always struck me as a one or two, please. Uh, I'll be fine. I could be wrong. No, no, you're not wrong. The mind must not be clouded. That is so true. So, Misuki, you can give me a notice roll at no penalty. And Mag, give me a notice roll at minus one. As somebody is potentially doing something that Masuki might have a slightly better chance to see. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Or oh, we can both th- just have a four. Uh, no, I got a three. Oh, that's right. Because I'm at a minus one. I forgot. But your four should be sufficient. Yeah. In theory. So as you're kind of like wrangling Charlie and trying to work your way towards Mags, you're like within eyesight of him. And you see as he's talking to the bartender, you can just barely make out like his English and then the, the buzz of his translator. You do notice somebody at a table not too far away kind of perks up at the sound of English and kind of like looks over his hand of cards at Mag. And then somebody at his table says something in Spanish and he kind of just says something in Spanish and goes throw some chips on the table. The guy looks like he's very young, like maybe 19, 20 uh, relatively tall, skinny, pale, except for where he's, you know, road dirt on him. Dressed kind of like everybody else here. You know, he's got like a like a Stetson hat and just a, a long jacket. But it's definitely a baby face. Like, I'm back one of those people looks like he can't grow a mustache or a beard, no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I'm back up to Mags. Uh, we have an English speaker in this bar, and I don't mean just our crew. All right. Okay. He also seems to have taken a shine to you, and I describe him. But you can kind of like, without being obvious about it, you can look over the table. Looks like he's at a table with about four other people. They're playing poker. I'm gonna finish up my food real quick. I think I might join that poker hand. Uh, food's not out yet. Like it's it's gonna take a couple minutes. Okay. And, and well, there's not enough room at the bar for all four of you. You can try to find a table. Well, the place is pretty packed though. Uh, it's cool. Masuki's creepy as shit. I'll just, when the food gets here, take my food and go stand in the corner behind said gentleman and eat it. Leaned <laughs> against the wall. Weird. Yeah, that's kind of awkward because you have to really maneuver past him and the, the other people at the table. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll just lean against the opposite wall. It's all the same to me. I don't mind being creepy. Kind of like raises an eyebrow at you, gives you a big old, just kind of toothy grin of genuine mirth. And says something in Spanish again and just dealt some cards. 
And as you kind of move around to get to your position, you do see he has uh, what has become a very common sight, uh, a revolver, like a six-shooter at his waist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I will, uh, I'll go over there. Gentlemen, uh, you got room for a fifth? This would technically be the sixth, because he, he is the fifth, but... Oh, okay, he's playing with four others, sorry. Okay. <sighs> couple of guys like just gruff ragged looking people just looking you up and down somebody in Spanish says Gringo probably has money we can take it <laughs> they all kind of look at each other a couple of people shrug uh, the pale young looking man just kind of like looks at everybody else yes sir you can have a seat if you don't mind your money parting ways with you that is Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? I said I'd love to play you a game. Let's, uh... Right. You'll have to find a chair, though. They're, they're premium real estate in a place like this. I can't look around. Just, just trying Is there to get anybody really house. drunk nearby me? Oh, all over. <laughs> okay, I just dump a really drunk person out of their chair and take I it. I knew it. <laughs> it kind of falls. A couple it. people laugh. A couple people, like, look at you like... Wait to see if the guy's gonna get back up and stab you. And when when he doesn't, they quickly lose your attention. <laughs> the babyface kid lets out a big chuckle. Huh. Alright, seems like I found a chair. Let's uh let's do some cards, huh? So everybody uh, kinda scooches around, give you a space. I'll throw some credit ch- chits on the table. Uh, it looks like you see a mixture of, like, plastic poker chips, actual, like, precious metal coins of weird denominations and minting, and a couple of actual, like, like you said, credit chits. Works for me. Alright, deal them up. What are we playing, gentlemen? Oh, five card stud. I'm assuming okay. you're familiar. Yeah, as you can see, I'm quite the stud myself. <laughs> are you turning your translator off now or are you letting it still I'm letting it run there's, okay. a, there's some other guys there they need to hear it when I trash talk them a few of the people seem like they're uncomfortable when he is talking to you and not speaking in Spanish <laughs> and they're like there's definitely some people like glancing between the two of you possibly thinking you might be in on something together <laughs> looks like you've got some trouble coming your way there kid uh might kid. be a magnet for it, even. Huh. You're calling me a kid, sir. Maybe because I don't have a fine beard like yours. But I, I have, you know, I haven't been a kid for at least three or four years. Well, then I corrected. I, maybe you're right, I am still a kid. But I'll have you know I've reached my 20th summer. Well, then. <laughs> Practically dying of old age over here. Yes. yes, you say it in English. Sneaky snorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there, pretty lady. You have a problem with it? <laughs> Don't like young fellas, do you? It's understandable. Oh, no. It might be too much for an old maid like yourself to handle. And he gives you a smile to make it look like he doesn't think you're old. <laughs> I keep eating. At least cute dog you have there too. Mm. How'd you teach him how to waddle around like he's a person? There, you might want to calm down. And he kind of tips his hat to Yusha. Even Lass, you're a pretty young thing, aren't you? 
definitely might want to calm down. <laughs> Just trying to be friendly, but not overly so, I take it. Not now, if you don't mind, two. if the peanut gallery would shush, we do have some cards to play. Unless, of course, you all have credits. Oh, I have credits. I just won't be parting with them at your table. <laughs> Might be the smartest thing you said since you walked in here. You all got right. quite the mouth there. Why don't you do some cards and put your money where it is? All right, old timer. We'll see how you can do. Yeah, so we will do some gambling. Um, is... I'm kind of with Masuki right now. Can I see other players' cards apart from Mags? No. <laughs> Here we One, go. One, you're too small, and then two, they're not letting people walk around and read their cards. All yeah. right. Everybody kind of keeps them on the table, like you know, a professional fucking poker player. <laughs> Imagine if you were a professional poker player, but people would kill you for cheating. Right. <laughs> All right. Justin, how much is Mags willing to stake for the first hour of playing? I'll stake 20 credits. Okay. And do you have the gambling skill? I do. Ooh, interesting. But, uh, probably outclassed. Alright, so there's Mags. I didn't catch your name there, fella. Or should I just call you fa Father Time? What with your advanced age and all. <laughs> You're a bit of a joke to yourself. I haven't well, given him a name yet, sir. I've actually been thinking of that one the whole time I've been sitting here. It took me a while. Must be that advanced in years of yours. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You win a hand, then I'll bless you with my name. Yeah, cocky shit, you son of a bitch. And then that starts translating in Spanish much louder than you whisper it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and again, he just laughs like a big belly laugh, and a couple of other people laugh, too. Boy, it's gonna be a lot of fun taking your money, sir. <laughs> Alright, Justin, if you want to go and give me a gambling roll there, buddy. I want to give you a better gambling roll than that. And I'm willing to spend a poker chip for it. Or, I mean, a Benny. Go ahead. <laughs> and, of course, if you'd like to cheat, you can always get that plus two. No, I'm not going to do the cheating. Uh, so you got a four? Uh, it will be a six, since I Benny didn't be That's with true. a lawn. All right. Let's see. We'll go around the table. Your buddy here will be the last guy to roll. Mm. Uh, this guy's an average player. So he... Got an eight. He might be cleaning up. Second guy's an average player. He got a two. Third guy's an average player. He got a four. Fourth guy's fairly good. Got a three. And then our young friend here. Just, uh, hope you have bad luck. Nope, he still got me. But not by much. So by the much. way it works, the highest pays the lowest. Or the other way around, rather. Lowest yep. pays the highest. So your guy got matched up in the middle of the four, so the difference times the stake, so that would be 40 credits. So you don't take the kid's money very often. Like, there's a few hands that you do clearly win. Yeah. And at that point, he says you can call him Caleb. Oi, Caleb, huh? That's the name your mother chose? 
Been saddled with it for years. Oh, magnesium flint. Pleasure That's to far too much of a mouthful for a man with my accent to say, sir. Yeah, you can call me Would you Matt. mind if I just call you Mr. Flint? That works, too. Although, having an elder address me as Mr. makes me somewhat uncomfortable, but I'll allow it. Uh, sorry, Mags, that's the first intelligent thing he said since I walked into this bar. Masuki <laughs> is not going to like young Caleb. Uh, I'm fine with Caleb as long as he keeps his mouth away from my two compatriots. He can talk all the shit to me he wants to. That might be a literal concern with Yusha, by the way. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the, over the next hour, money exchanges hands. Caleb is not the biggest winner, but he is definitely up there with this other guy. And it looks like the two of them have had a thing going on for quite some time, like just back and forth. Uh, but you win a few, more than a few hands, so you're definitely not losing money. One of the lower end guys ends up busting out and leaving, dropping things down. And when that guy kind of drops out, uh, Caleb looks over to you, Mizuki. Care to have a seat, Loss? Or would your your little pup there like to play, assuming his little tiny paws can hold the cards? I don't have thumbs. Charlie. It kind of like looks under the table. Huh. He talks too. It's very <laughs> strange. And I've seen a few strange things in the time. Especially in this place. I'm sure you have. Well, at the, risk of, uh, at the risk of sounding uh, trite, uh, I assume you are not originally from Laredo. Was the accent gave it away, didn't it? No, it was the attitude. I assumed you wouldn't live long here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've I've been in town for quite some time. And he kind of like leans back so you can see the hilt of his gun. And you're right. The way I speak is, well, dangerous in this kind of place. Unless, of course, you can back that kind of talk up. And it, you do notice when he leans back and his gun's visible, a couple of the guys like jerk just a little bit. <laughs> he's, he's got a reputation. Yeah, he's <laughs> Yeah, Meg just kind of eyes the bar. I'm a sweetheart. I, I, I do have a quick tongue, and it has gotten me in trouble. And I have been beat near to shit a few times, but nothing me wits my my pistol can't get me out of, and a few other tricks that are up my sleeve, so as it were. Oh. I take it you're not from around here either. No, we're just here for business. Well, unless you're looking to join up with one of these gangs, I can't imagine what kind of business you want to do here in Laredo. Someone here has something moved to me. I'm here to a pick it up. A lot of people here owe a lot of people a lot of things. Well, then uh, that may make it difficult to find a specific one I'm looking for, but I doubt many people are owed uh, vehicles such as the one I look, I seek. You mean one of those four-wheel steam buggies everybody's driving around? Uh, no, much more advanced than that, son. What do you mean, four-wheel steam buggy? Where exactly are you from now? Up north. Up north. Coincidentally, so are we. No, I'm, uh, I'm looking for a plane. A jet, to be specific. He's just, like, kind of shuffling the cards and... Uh, give me a notice roll, Justin. And I will do that. With my amazing notice. Why am I rolling so poorly? Uh-huh. You got success. 
It's still a success. It's just like, you know, they've just been barely eking by with a lot of fours or just belows. I feel that. Yeah, Mag, when you say plane or jet, he doesn't look like it registers at all. Like, you don't think this kid knows what that is. Yeah. Which, you know, not necessarily surprising. I mean, I mean there are places, or at least I believe Mag has probably heard of places that are, you know, technologically challenged, so to speak. But yeah. and not everybody's I mean, riding around on their own, like, you know, Sky King. Yeah, but there, I mean... It shouldn't be to the extent where it's like you never even heard of such a thing. This is Rift's Earth after all. There are True. high-tech vehicles all around. But he is young and, uh, you know. Well, so tell you what. How about we make the next bet interesting? What do you Tri- have in mind there? Well, triple or nothing. I, I have in mind to take in all your credits. I imagine a man with... That kind of gun and those kind of arms and these kind of friends, you probably have a, quite a few credits that you're holding back on me. Or he's I win. Ball. I get triple. You win. I'll use my voluminous knowledge of this place to help you find the man you're looking for. Unless it's a lady, then I'd definitely be able to find her. And he kind of <sighs> smiles at Masuki and uh, Yusha. God damn it, kid. I put Yusha behind me. <laughs> All right, I'll take you off on that. I'm assuming you're all right if I deal. Yeah, although them tricks you mentioned up your sleeves might, uh... He just slides the deck across the table. All right. And then he says something in Spanish, and your Spanish translator says, This is just me and the short fella. I will deal them out, then. All right, another gambling roll, or are we uh, gonna yes, sir. deal Just some a cards? Roll. Okay, I didn't know if it was gonna be a single hand type thing. I didn't oh. know how how technical you were getting here. Gambling, ah, uh-uh, fuck you. We're we're been in that. Damn it! Ooh. Critical <laughs> fail. Crit Holy fail. Shit. <laughs> well, let me Son roll his because if he could, he could crit fail too, this could get really interesting really fast. And I actually forgot his wild die last time. Yeah, he did not crit uh, fail. No, he did not. I don't think I'll have to kill this kid. I'm since since you are speaking to him, I'm gonna say your language translator suffers technical difficulties. Okay. <laughs> and so let me pull it up. Go ahead and roll a D six for me, Justin. Yeah. Now everything's in French. It'll be great. And just tell me what you got because I'm on a PDF. It's a four row. A four? Uh, So you you have a serious problem. So you're minus two to any roles to talk with the translator. (laughs) Suck it. Yeah, it's starting to leak into like like whether it's just a random power surge, whether it's just because you've never used it this long consecutively. It starts bleeding me with a little bit of Velociraptor here and there, a little bit of demonic. (laughs) (laughs) A, a tiny bit of Japanese every now and then. Oh, and you God. get some strange looks at the table when, like, it starts hissing and snapping and guttural demon tongue and, and velociraptor snarls. And then, like, Kiyotsukete! Onegaishimasu! <laughs> Actually, I don't have Japanese up. yet. I thought you picked up a little bit of it when, uh, you oh, yeah, were listening yeah, to that's Oh, yeah, right. you absolutely yeah. did. I didn't, my uh, suit went I nuts. didn't write it down. <laughs> but I remember that now. But your cards are... And that distracts you, and, like... You maybe should have 
pay a little bit better attention, but the kid definitely beat you in the hand. Mm-hmm. So we'll say you owe him 200 credits. Jesus. I told you I wasn't going to have to be the one to kill the kid. Ugh. Damn shame that is for you, sir. Lust uh, for me. I am assuming you're good for the money. Yes, I am. I'm good for the monies. What was that bit? Said I'm good for the money. Don't worry. Right, about your, that. your little strange after voice was drowning you out in some weird newfangled tongue. I can't understand. I turned the translator off. <laughs> well, kid, you've soured my mood. So, last thing I like to see is credits leaving my possession. But uh, you can't and I say are it was a similar mindset. Fair enough. Tell you what, you can pay me back starting with a, another drink. Sounds like a plan. And get yourself and your lovely lady friend some too. <laughs> and he your pet dog. The there's, the a, there's a trough outside if your pet dog. Water's mostly clean. Mm, <laughs> eyes Fuck you. He's like, let's have a table. I keep fucking forgetting that thing can talk. I'm gonna give him my best glare, my best squinty eye. <laughs> kind of just looks over at you. Your pet's adorable. That's not her pet. Oh, I'm sorry. Your pet's adorable, dearie. He's not a pet. Well, whatever you say, I, my family had a dog we cherished, too. <laughs> too bad they didn't put you down before you got to this point in life. What was that now, Lass? Shots said, fired. <laughs> I said too bad they didn't put you down before this point in life. With all due respect, because I don't like to speak ill of women, but the only reason you're still alive is the fact that these gentlemen don't speak your language. In this sure. kind of town, an insult like that has to be answered with force. If I didn't do anything about it, they'd try to kill me later. So you got lucky. And I suggest you mind your tongue just a little bit. And as he's saying that, his hand is creeping towards his gun. Oh yeah, nope. I guess we're going to do this together. Man, why is it always me that starts the barroom fights? Alright, that's enough. But he doesn't look like he's actually going to draw and shoot you. His hand's just kind of like resting on his hip. Mag's already in the process of standing up. And, you know, since he was making his way gun, he just gives the kid a look. Alright. We've heard and like warning. the little bit of the baby face kind of hardens like a little bit, and as you're looking at him, this kid's definitely seen some shit, and he oh, has sure. definitely killed people. None of that feels surprising to me. He's not seeing the lack of that on this side of the table either. So <laughs> he's not. <laughs> We've heard your warning. Let's leave the night as good as it was when we walked in, eh? Agreed. Just as long as you settle your bill. I, I throw him some credits and I uh, go get another tequila and look for As you're like walking away, riff. out of curiosity, were you looking for any person in particular? Do you have a name? Danny Delgado. They call him dead shit, I believe. Although, that may not be true. Give me persuasion rolls that are going to be opposed by a roll of his, whoever would like to take a look at his face. I'd say Tess and Mags would be probably eyeline enough to see. Sticking with that, Tess? Hell yeah. (laughs) 
Alright, let me do his stealth. I'll roll 2d6. One of this is a wild die. Uh, so his highest is a 2. So Tess, you succeed with a raise. <laughs> um, that name is familiar to him. You can tell. Like He does a quick job to hide it. Like it's just a little tiny smirk at the corner of his mouth that starts to pull up. But you you recognize it. Maybe because you were like eyeing him down to possibly kill him. That's probably true. <laughs> the bags you don't catch it as you're like kind of too far away going to get the tequila. I've seen enough. <laughs> when Mags walks back by walks back by me, I whisper to him, "That kid knows something. I don't know what though." Uh. Well. <sighs> If we don't find him, we can use the kid to get us there. I doubt he'll offer uh, information for free, though. Probably not. Let's just keep an eye on him. And as you clear your table, a couple other people looking for seats come in drunk and, and his table quickly filling back up with those willing to lose their money to the, the brash young Irishman. Obviously the kid is willing to keep playing cards that anybody sits down. Hello everyone. Let me take a moment to talk to you about supporting this podcast. Now you can go to patreon.com slash in our dreams and join our Patreon uh, where you can get this episode, all the the Big Guns episodes, Summer Breaks You 1 and 2 is out now. One is also available on this particular channel, but 2 and all future episodes will only be available on Patreon. And it's only 2 bucks a month. And on top of the content, you also get access to our Discord and future hangouts thereon and plus any other bonus content that'll come out in the future. But if Patreon's not your thing, that's not the only way that you can support in our dreams. You can spread us, spread news of us by, you know, word of mouth, on social media, leave a rating and review in your podcasting app or someone else's podcasting app, make mixtapes with our stuff on it and leave it at the local, the local grocery market. That works too. Whatever you do, just listening is also a way to support us. So thank you for that. Now, back to the show. You did secure common room access. So it is upstairs. If you want to go and look, it is just basically one giant open area room. There's a couple of like raggedy cots, some sleeping bags, some straw mats. There's already like a if anybody goes up now, there's like maybe a few half dozen people going to bed this early. It's still noisy, and the smells and sounds from downstairs are easily heard up here. But you know, it's outside the elements. It's a place to, to sleep. I think predictably I am, so I'm gonna crash out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's much easier for Charlie to find a space due to his diminutive size. Right. I'm gonna go, uh, but it is still relatively early. Like it, it's only like a, maybe an hour and a half at, past sunset. Well, Charlie doesn't have any valuables on him, so we don't have to worry <laughs> too much about that. 
I'm more worried about someone waking him suddenly and in his drunken stupor him blasting them to death. Aye. Probably true. What is Yusha doing during all this? Oh. There was a, a, a boy fl- obviously flirting with her and you, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I'm assuming you You're definitely in her mentor, older sister kind of vibe. Right. I'm sure she was probably uh, trying to flirt back, minus the whole being pushed behind me at every turn. I'm assuming he's not unattractive. And she comes from a very small place where she knew all the boys, and she probably thought they all sucked. So I probably, like, ended up dragging her up the stairs as she continued to look down the stairs at the poker table. So basically, everybody kind of calling it a night... Yep, I'm going to sit watch over Charlie until I get tired. I'm going to actually have Yusha uh, run through this room, like in circles, without <laughs> stepping on anyone or anything <laughs> other than the floor. Uh, give, have her make me an athletics check and a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew this was coming. It's always time for a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> character sheet. She might be getting into a fight. <laughs> she could definitely maneuver Not through the yet. room, but, but <laughs> can she do it without waking anybody up? She certainly can. Yes. Sweet action. The lessons are being absorbed. The young sponge is soaking in the knowledge. Yeah, I figure after about 25-26 uh, rounds around this room, she'll be tired anyway. Uh... Justin, what about Mag? Is he going to go to bed? Is he going to keep trying to find some more information about dead shit? Or is he going to try to repair his translator that is definitely on the fritz? Mag will have another drink at the bar away from that kid, and then he will <laughs> return, retire to the upstairs uh, and uh, you know, he'll probably just go to sleep and get a little rest and uh, you know, as he's passing Masuke, just say uh, keep an eye on the kid uh Wake me in a little bit, and I'll take over. So we can both get rest without uh, leaving ourselves too exposed in this place. I don't have uh, I don't have a good feeling about where we are. Me either. I'll definitely be keeping an eye on that kid, though. Alright, so is anybody going to attempt to force somebody out of one of the few cots? Mm-mm. Alright, so anybody who's essentially sleeping on the floor... Needs to give me a spirit roll to see how good of their their night's sleep is. Charlie, I'm going to say you don't have to make this roll because you often sleep on essentially the floor. Oh, okay. (laughs) I slept Although you're you're getting used to your new little bed. Ooh, Tess, yeah, you crit failed. (laughs) Yeah, Mag's got a seven, so he's fine. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but you're good. Yusha's got a five. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Tess, you're going to have a level of fatigue for the whole day the next day. Gotcha. Oh, great. So I'll be super short with said boy. Yeah. Maybe it was him. He just set you off. Maybe you were thinking about it in the night. Maybe you heard his stupid Irish laugh from downstairs. He woke you up. Maybe but, uh, you like him, too. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's what you hear in your dreams. Like, Charlie just kind of hovering over you. Like, uh, like Do you like the hard sl- baby? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy, floaty, psychic Charlie. 
Maybe you like him too. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Night passes, sunlight kind of streams in from a very poorly constructed wall. Uh. You all wake alive in various stages of hunger and grumpiness. Do I get rid of my fatigue? Yes, Charlie gets rid of his fatigue. Cool. Uh, But you are hungover. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, you need water. Gonna You're very thirsty, Charlie. Sadly, go to the trough. <laughs> it's trough water. <laughs> There's like one or two humans doing the same thing you're about to do. And a horse. <laughs> you see that Tess's glitter girl has a couple of flowers at its feet. Oh. And like a little tiny thing of prayer beads. <laughs> <laughs> I could become a god here. <laughs> god. A new messiah walks these hollowed streets. <laughs> the, 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 the trough water is not good, but you've definitely had worse in your short life. Yeah. <sighs> I should listen to my friends. <clears throat> or as you're kind of like get like lapping up water, you do like the doors kind of swing open, and you see that boy who's playing cards like just get out, stretch. Boy, that was a long night. Hey, little pup, how you doing? You Hello. sleep well? No. I had tequila for the oh, first rough. time. I remember that. I think I was 16 and a half. Yeah. What happened? Pretty much what you're doing here, except I threw up a few times. Oh. What are right you doing? Right on Mr. Cash's bearskin robe. Oh god, he was pissed. Who's that? Oh, old friend of mine. Is he dead? Probably. Haven't seen him in a while. What are you doing today? Well, I gotta find a place to sleep, since I didn't last night. (sighs) Then it's at it again, my friend. Have to make a living, enough money to get out of this damn hellhole. Well, I hope that you do it really well. Thanks, I usually do. I believe you. Kind of just, like, ruffles your head a little bit. Tell your lovely lady friends I said hello, and he tips his hat to you. And he starts whistling and just kind of walking off. Bye. <laughs> he just holds a hand up and waves without looking back. Gonna head up the stairs. Hey, lovely ladies. Mm. Caleb says hi. Mm. Masuki, you were right. I'll never doubt you again. Don't worry, Charlie. It won't last forever. Okay. Which way did the boy go there, Charlie? That way. <laughs> he walked away from the rising sun, so he walked further west. The young man went west. Alright, strap up everyone. We're gonna follow him. Oh, are we getting your money back? <clears throat> no, but uh Masuki seems to think he knows something about Delgado. Oh. And we okay. have to go west anyway. Okay. Sick. <clears throat> Let's go hunt us a boy. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Creepy, Charlie. Every time. Jesus. Every time. <laughs> 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 
Can't get through a fucking session without being a creep. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. But really fucking creepy. I'm starting to wonder how much of this is Charlie and how much of this is Will, though. Yeah. I I <laughs> hmm. Well, I'll play this other character. In a wasn't weeks. this creepy? <laughs> I've seen him play not creepy characters. <laughs> Thanks, Jason, for letting You're everyone welcome. know. I appreciate. You play it. not creepy characters. Yeah. <laughs> in Charlie's defense, he didn't start off creepy. Yeah. No. I, yeah, but he is a ungodly amalgam biological experiment, naivete and like psionic powerhouse. Yeah, nothing really about understand. him was going to turn out well. Yeah, it, honestly, you get right, this is the best case scenario. Honestly, I so. agree. I agree. <laughs> you get right up and moving. It, you do realize it is going to be hard to inconspicuously follow somebody directly in a glittery power armor, but. I'm not even trying. If you get up and move fast, you can probably still catch him so he's in eyesight. Good. That's the good. roads are the least crowded you've seen so far. It doesn't seem like Laredo is full of a lot of early risers. <laughs> a lot of people were in Charlie's situation. I keep the prayer beads. So do you want me to just get it, boss? We'll catch up to him soon enough. He doesn't look like he's, like, in a particular hurry. Like, occasionally he stops, like, peeks his head in the door, hear him, like, just say something in Spanish, goes in, comes out a few minutes later with, like, a little, like, tortilla, some kind of breakfast. Yeah, I don't think that we're, I mean, uh, what do you guys think? I don't think we should try to tail him. I think we should just catch up to him and just tell him what we're looking for. Yeah, I was never trying to tell this fucker. I'm in a yeah, glitter girl I, power I meant more like we're just going to catch up to him, not like try to like uh, shadow him or whatever. Okay, so as you obviously kind of just catch up to him, he sees you, stops. He's just kind of standing in the middle of the muddy road, taking a bite of his little breakfast burrito, waiting for you. I shoot his gun hand off. I said it, so it happens. That's just how it works, right? <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be using the dueling rules. <laughs> Both hands are his gun hands. Hi there, Mr. Caleb. Why, please, sir, Mr. Flint. Just Caleb. After all, I'm not that old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ladies? Hmm. Still <laughs> waiting on those lovely names. So. Charlie, he kind of, like, rips off half his burrito. The grease will do your stomach good. You're a good person. <laughs> That's definitely debatable. But... I appreciate the thought. He really likes burritos. Trust me. What can I do for you this fine morning? Bearing in mind that I haven't slept in at least a day and a half. Join the club. What's a dwarf got to do to get you to spill the beans on uh, Mr. Delgado? Probably first explain to me what a dwarf might be, but... (sighs) Did you say Danny owes you something? Uh, He's merely... uh... He's merely holding it for someone. He's settling a debt for someone else. I assume it's a series of debts. You know, he's repaying someone else. Who's repaying me? Who's repaying someone else? That sort of thing. I've been in that situation a time or two. On both ends of it. Well, I'll just have you know if you try to hurt Danny, I'll take personal offense to that. There should be no reason for uh, for any sort of uh, strong arming. 
I'm just here to collect what's already mine. Well, you might find yourself in a little bit of a sore spot on that. Downey's had about a run look. But, uh, I'll take you to his place. Sounds good. Although, uh, if you think his bad luck means he might renege on, uh, what he owes me, I suggest you convince him otherwise. It's not so much I think he'll go back on his word, it's more like he's had a run of bad luck. I'll wait for him to see if he's willing to talk to you more about it. But you're gonna need me anyways as a go-between. Unless that fancy little doohickey voice of yours can do sign language too. Oh, damn. I almost took sign language. (gasps) No, uh, sounds like uh, we'll be needing your services for a bit more then. Yeah, Danny, had a kind of like taps his ear. Something similar to that shiny getup you got there. You should let him hear. But apparently something bad happened to it. Can't fix it, so he's uh, basically he's fucked. Well, he may be in luck then. Well, nice for the fellow to have an upswing. Come on, his his yard's over on the other side of the block over there, about that way. All right. Doom, and we follow him. Mm-hmm. See, it takes you about another five, ten minutes. You get close to the river, and you see there's like kind of a where most of the buildings have been jammed up right on it. There is a bit of an open space, and you do see a rather decent size, just kind of like wooden and chain link fence kind of mash up. Do uh, you see piles of like rusted metal here and there? It's definitely like what would be our equivalent of a junkyard. Maybe a little bit of a landfill. Dead shit. You think you can see maybe like what looks to be like a small scale crane. And then as you get up to like where the... There's like a a little hut kind of near the front. Like a ramshackle kind of like... Uh, like metal siding kind of building. Like just maybe small enough to be a house and like a kitchen. And then on the, like, the fence in, is a, there's a bunch of thick chains, and there's, like, a big, just kind of, like, wooden sign, and there's some weird little drawings on it, since there's no, no words. I'll attempt to draw these real quick using the mouse. <laughs> there's, like, three of these little faces. Gotcha. Drawn in, like, red paint. Uh, this little devil-looking face with sharp teeth and... Uh, are those angry eyebrows? Or It's hard to <laughs> tell. It looks exactly as I have drawn it. <laughs> yes. It looks like something that somebody who's not a good artist and also does not know how to read or write. And there's like, like I said, three of them in kind of various sizes on this little like wooden placard. Does it look oh, like that... someone who's deaf wrote it? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm joking. But does it make me think, does it remind me of any of the gang... Uh, members. I mean, Do we see anything like that on any gang signs? No, nothing like that. And it doesn't look like like graffiti. It looks like somebody put this and affixed this to the gate. Oh, this is his his sign for his shop. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't look like it's like the sign for his shop, but it looks like like the gate is chained with thick chains, and there is like a big padlock, and then mm-hmm. there is this like right above the padlock. Okay. It. it yeah, it's, it's hard something. to understand. Yeah, it's it looks there deliberate. On purpose, but we don't know what it is. Yeah, other than anything you as a player might be able to take from that picture. 
Like I said, it's like a line of like three of those heads. Not not perfectly like in line, but kind of just like three of those things. Generous Caleb, do you know what that symbol means? Not quite. All I know is about three weeks ago when Danny's trouble started and he lost his hair and again, uh, he had a close-up shop and the, I know a little bit of the, the finger talking, but not enough to really fully understand what he's trying to tell me. Since the poor fella can't read or write, it's been the impasse here to understand what's going on, but the man hasn't done any business in weeks. I've floated him a few credits here and there for food, but he's a shit card player, so he can't earn any on his own. And he's just frustrated, end of his rope. And quite frankly, I don't know what he's going to do. I can't keep supporting him. But unless he opens his business back up and starts making a living. Wait here, I'm going to jump the fence. I would shout, but... And he just, like, spits on his hands and starts climbing the fence. Fairly agilely, like, leaps over the top, lands, kind of just absorbs the impact of the ground a little bit. Cracks his neck. Hopefully he'll be back in a minute. And he, like, starts moving his way towards the little metal uh, ramshackle house. Are you guys going to do anything or just wait? Well, what do you guys think, uh... You picking up anything that uh, we should be worried about? Charlie, give me a notice roll at minus four. Ooh. Uh, six. Oh, no, four. So, a success. Wait. Minus four. Yeah, it's a plus two. So, okay. it's a four. Yeah, the plus two is already built into it. Yeah, it's a four. No, I'm saying you already have oh. the plus two on the. Yeah, okay. it's already on there. Sorry. Uh, so you can that. spend a many to reroll if you'd like, or you stick with that. Uh, yeah, I'll spend one. There we go. That's much better. <laughs> yeah, more better. Jesus. Eighteen <laughs> minus four is a fourteen. Eh? Yeah, not quite a triple raise, but yes. So as you're there, you it's very faint and it's kind of just drifting in on a bad breeze. It's coming up from the river. Uh, Something smells disgusting, and it's not just you being overreactive with your tummy. Like, there's something supernatural coming from somewhere in the junkyard. Not the the house, but somewhere deeper in the junkyard. You could just... It's like ozone and, like, burning rotten eggs. Okay. I think here's where I vomit. Um. (laughs) You should just kind of, like, gingerly jumps out of the way. <laughs> There's Charlie. something wrong in the junkyard. Really bad. Can you scan it there, uh, Masuki? I can try. My burrito. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely pieces of it there. <laughs> this my this my. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to do it right now, no, it seems like it's working just fine. Alright, we're gonna try and scan the yard. Alright, if you need a notice roll. Why don't you not roll? It doesn't like you? No, it doesn't like me. I will absolutely burn a Benny. Oh, uh-huh. never mind. I might as well you burn already a Benny. Did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're tired. It's like. 
work at the scan. Like, it's a lot of information. There's definitely a lot of metal content here, which makes it kind of hard. And you get a fair number of, like, small clusters of life, like, biological signs. They're kind of fading in and out. It could just be rats. that They're about that size. But nothing, no energy spikes. In fact, no energy readings at all. No generator. No energy readings from that crane that you can kind of just barely make out. Yeah, no energy whatsoever. But a lot of high metal content. Strangely enough, Mags, there's no energy readings in this place. And there are two human-sized life forms in the metal shack. Guess we'll have to keep our eyes open then. I assume our good friend Caleb is talking to your soon-to-be good friend Danny. I think they're in danger. I get that feeling too there, Charlie. But maybe I'm just a pessimist. Either way, keep your weapons close. Which Mag knows is a completely pointless statement. (laughs) I don't think your big guns are ever without your weapons. (laughs) Stand closer to Mag. She's standing in her weapon, and his weapon is inside him. It's really just kind of like a you Verbal. shall arm yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a kung fu stance. Stop. After a couple of minutes, ground. you see um, Caleb coming down from the house, and then there's like a rather large, heavy-set Hispanic male there with kind of long hair. And you see like just a glint of like metal, what looks like a slightly more technological like cochlear implant on the left side of his head, and he's just wearing just kind of the same kind of. You know, kind of downtrodden, like just secondhand kind of clothes everybody else here. Although he does have nice, thick, sturdy boots that look like they were at least in fairly good shape not too long ago. Am I getting the horrible smell off of this person? No. And the fact that the smell is gone. Like, it was very, very faint and it was just being carried by the wind. You don't really have any pinpoint of where it came from, other than it came from somewhere inside the, the confines of this junkyard. That's why the penalty was so high. It was just a very, very brief scent. Gotcha. They come walking to... You occasionally see Caleb, like, stop, turn around, and flash some hand signals. Which is... It's not like ASL sign language, but it is like a lesser version. They come like, Caleb says... Danny boy here's gonna undo the fence, and then we'll come out there and... I'll have you explain things. I did tell him you're going to buy him breakfast. Hope that's okay. Uh, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Caleb gives you a big toothy grin. Uh, Danny pulls out like a key to the padlock, pops it open, and just kind of undoes the chain, opens the fence just enough for Caleb to kind of squeeze through, and then just kind of like warily looks at all of you, then opens it just enough for him to get through, quickly closes it, Rechains it, relocks it, pockets the key. <laughs> and he just kind of waves to all of you. And then looks over at uh, Caleb and starts doing a couple hand gestures. Alright, Daddy says it's, uh, you're not familiar to him. He wants to know who you are. Tell him Arden Vale sent me. Don't know how the hell I'm gonna sign that. I pull out a <sighs> picture of the elf. It kind of like looks, points that. Daddy like nods. The Daddy says he's familiar with him. 
Uh, I'm supposed to procure some kind of what? Sky Lord, Sky King, Sky King, big, big That's important it. Sky guy. I. That's what I'm here for. Mr. Max, I, like I think I might have a way to make this easier. Are you okay with me doing things? Uh, Caleb, ask your friend there if he's, uh, how comfortable he is with psychics. What's a psychic? I'm Mind a psychic. power. And then Mag taps the side of his head. Like magic. Yeah. Don't really know how to say magic, but has it got hard of? No. no. I facilitate communication. Well, I know a thing or two about magic. Just make sure you pull it off correctly. Don't let that damn bastard cheat you or beat you. What are you talking um, about? No, I don't think Charlie's ever gonna cheat me or beat me. No, I meant the. The man. Never mind. Just be careful about it. <laughs> I just kind of go, okay. Uh, I'm going to use Mind Link and I'm going to link uh, Danny and Mags. Uh, okay. They have to be willing participants. Uh, that's an eight. Success of the raise so they can communicate up to 30 seconds of speech in a single combat turn. Um, my knock or my greeting is um, the sensation of somebody licking your hand and kind of the smell of sniffing. See, like, uh, Danny kind of, like, wipe his hand on his, like, <laughs> on his shirt. Uh, can you hear me now there, Mr. Delgado? Yeah, yes. What is, what is this? This, uh, my companion is a psychic. He's not going to hurt me, is he? No. It's been a rough month. Are you Flint? Yes, Magnesium Flint. I'm here to collect my Sky King. Yes, I already said you'd be coming sometime this year. Well, I, I don't have good news for you, I'm afraid. And uh, Mag does not look super surprised, but he doesn't look happy either. Well, I did have your Sky King. Uh, technically, I guess I still do. It was never fully functional. I was going to try to repair it a little bit in my spare time, but then Arden said you might be willing just to take it as is. Yeah. But my yard has come under assault in the last few weeks by these things. And Supernatural creatures? I don't know. I've... I've they look like little long-eared imps or demon monsters, or but they get inside things. They get inside machines and they ruin them. One of them jumped into my implant and now I can't hear. Ah. Uh. And they—I don't know what they've been in, but there's dozens of them inside my junkyard. My my tablets, my tools, my crane, my truck. Probably their Sky King. I, I don't, I don't know what they are, and I don't know how to get rid of them. Uh, the few times I tried to destroy them, they bit me, and then they vanished. I, I, I don't have any money. I can't make a living like this. This is all I know. This. I'm all right, sorry. All right, and calm I, and, down. Calm 
calm down. Let's go eat. And uh, perhaps I'll have a proposal for you. Huh? Good meal will do you good. Thank you. Why don't you lead the way to a, a good breakfast joint? There's not really much the way of restaurants here in Laredo, but I have a a friend. His wife cooks things for some of the locals on her block for a, a relatively small price. Good. Lead the way then. I'm gonna nods. kinda let him uh let him and Caleb pull ahead as I step back with Caleb uh, puts a hand on his shoulder, just makes a couple of hand gestures to him and Danny nods and actually looks a little less worried for a second. Alright, crew. Uh seems a man's got some sort of technological mischief makers some sort of demons that are infecting anything uh, that's what happened to his ear possibly has compromised my vehicle welcome to uh, the club I'm thinking of offering him a deal of us uh, clearing him out in exchange for free access to parts so that we can uh, so I can repair the the ship here so, uh, what say you? Okay. That's but... the plan, Mags. That's the plan. What do these things do? They ruin machines? I You're... never heard of any particular creature like that. You're a machine person, and Masuki... Already has problems with my power armor. That's a little concerning. Well... You should just kind of like nods along. Yeah, I mean, I guess even our vibro blades. Technically, does anybody have like a regular knife? <laughs> well, the thing is, they seem to uh, they seem to damage machines, but I I'm pretty good at fixing machines, so it may come down to a raw contest of skill. But we got Charlie on our side, whose uh, prowess does not depend on any sort of technology. Machinery that is inside me is more me than machine. Also, keep that in mind. It's a lot harder to affect cybernetics because they're infused with the uh, what do they call it? Uh, the Ioia, the one they're attached to. Yeah. So we stand a fighting chance, and uh, I have a feeling that. Uh, the armor's current inhabitant may not take kindly to any house guests, so that may work in our favor. Okay. We doing this now? Well, we're gonna eat breakfast first. <laughs> Can I have a burrito? If they make breakfast burritos, they'll have to ask Maria. Okay. All right, we'll kind of reduce the space between us and them. Catch up to them. Uh, Jason, have I noticed Yusha making any furtive glances at Caleb? <laughs> I think that's up to whoever wants to control her. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she definitely has. I mean, she spent the entire night trying to look back down the stairs. Okay, uh, I'm gonna mind link Caleb and Yusha. Oh. <laughs> Why do you want me to fight this boy? <laughs> That's a nine. So they can communicate uh, really, really fast. 
So there's a, there's all kinds of meeting they can do. Mm-hmm. He would have to be willing, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is not willing to let people into his brain. Wink. Shut down. Right. <laughs> he does kind of give you a strange look, Charlie. You're missing out, buddy boy. <laughs> what kind of hurry after? And for a, uh, give me another notice roll, Charlie. Okay. Six. As you're kind of like trying to do that on him and look back on him, like just for a brief second, you get like two cents coming off of him, not just the normal Caleb scent. And it's definitely something supernatural. Doesn't like stink necessarily like most of the things kind of do, but it does kind of hurt your brain a little bit like a ley line does. Okay. And then now that you've noticed it, like it's always there, it's kind of like an undercurrent, but it's Imagine, like, maybe it's, like, a, somebody who's been kind of, like, sweaty and, and working out, but, like, they have a lot of cologne on over it, so, like, you mostly just smell the cologne, but every now and then you catch a whiff. Gross. But it's not, like, his actual scent. This is definitely your dog boy psychic sense picking it up. Yeah. Okay. I'll file that, I'll file that away. So, you kind of... Danny leads you to, like, a one of the least rough and tumble kind of areas you've found so far. There's a lot of people up early, like, helping each other out, like, doing minor repairs, fetching food, like, herding, like, small animals like chickens and things like that. Just generally being a small little kind of community of maybe, like, four or five houses. And he introduces you to Maria, who Justin named, and now she is. (laughs) And she's kind of just, like, outside with, like, a little, like, iron stove, a wood stove, and just cooking up breakfast for a lot of people coming by on their way to work and that kind of thing. Everybody usually just tosses her a few credits or, like, you know, some trade goods or something she would use. And then, you have to, how long does that power the mind link last? 30 minutes. Okay. So, yeah, it's, you still got plenty of time on it. Well, uh... Danny, perhaps we could uh, help you with your little uh, infestation problem. Kind of looks at you for a second. I don't think that would be a good idea, Mr. Flint. Oh, yeah. Why is that? These things, they they ruin technology. They they jump into it. And the more high-tech, the more it seems to attract them. Your implants, your glitter boy armor, your guns, other than even the environmental seals and the little dog fella's armor, it would be like a, a, a stake being waved in front of them. It'd be a feeding frenzy. And I don't know if you need any of those implants of yours to live or if they're just to make you stronger, but... It would ruin them. I, I think if you went in there, you're going to end up being just as broke and poor as I am. Well, hopefully not that far of a fall, but 
little bit of research. He kind of looks a little angry at that. <laughs> All right, definitely, looks like, like he's fucking about to die. I've, I don't know what they are. I don't know anybody who knows enough about these sorts of things. And, or that's willing to help me, and I don't have enough money to pay anybody anymore. I understand, which is why we offer our services. And now we'll take our proper precautions or whatever. You're not so absorbing any risk. All I ask is that once, if we are able to help you, you let me fix up the uh, Sky King with your parts here in your junkyard. If there's anything left that can fix it, if you can help me, it's yours. No problem. Mind if I take a look at your implant? Not at all. Like it, and it's like tilt his head to the side. And it's not like easily removable. It's kind of built into his skull. I figured as much. About like 17 spidery little arms come out of my uh, my cyber arm. Ah. All little tools and magnifying glasses and stuff on them. Like your, uh, I'm assuming your translator's back on, or like, since you're out and about, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the Maria is like, looks shocked and says something, and then in your translator's like, eat shit and die, fuck fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not an accurate translation. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. I need to fix my translator. Uh, but in the meantime, let's. Do you want me to make a roll? I'm just trying I'll to figure out what's wrong with it. Just a second, because it's. I need to double check on what oh, God. exactly is happening with this. Because this is a special ability. So you're, yeah, it stretches out. You can definitely get run a diagnostic on it. It's weird though, because your diagnostic says it's fine. Interesting. Nothing technologically wrong with it. Not according to the diagnostic. One of the things might still be inside of it. Um, possible, or it could be something else. Uh, Charlie, uh, hmm? can you get a read on anything in uh, in residence? I, I should say this: it's definitely there's nothing like mechanically wrong with it, uh-huh. but the diagnostic does show it is also not working. Like there's clearly something going on that's not technically. Where it shouldn't technically be broken, but it is. It should work, but it's not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't feel surprised. Even like, none bit. of the parts are burnt out. There's still power moving through it, but it just doesn't work. Doesn't function. Well, Charlie, can you sense anything uh, supernatural here? I'll Mechanically, give it a sniff. there's nothing speaking. I'll give it a sniff. Right, so give me a notice roll if you would. This will be a pose, so you'll decide before if you want to keep it. Okay. I'll keep it. 11. Alright. I will roll for my thingies. My thingies. My thingies. Just have to, I have a sheet for something, but I don't want to roll it because I don't want to give away the goddamn name. <laughs> so I'll just roll the appropriate die. Fair enough. I will spend one of my GM Benny's to reroll. <laughs> Do I want to spend another one? Why not? It doesn't want you to find him. Ha! 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 Charlie! Just for a split second, over the delicious smell of, like, chorizo and egg, 
that same kind of gross rotten egg smell and like ozone fills your nostrils coming from uh, Danny's ear. But it's only for like a split second. Yep, he has a thingy in his ear. Yep. And you actually, uh, let's see what I got. The best I got was an eight. Yeah, you didn't get a raise, so that's all you get. Yes. All right, then. <sighs> Damn this. Care to fill in the rest of us about what the hell's happening here? I'm assuming you're doing some weird mind talk and all, but. Uh, yeah. Well, all that was out loud. Uh, yeah. It's as far as, you know, I'm talking to Charlie. Charlie can smell. What? Earwax? Uh, he's a special breed. His, uh, he detects supernatural. Uh, uh, oh, oh, does he now? Good. He kind of looks a little offended at you, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you smell too. Well, I didn't take a shower last night. I, I do apologize, he ladies. He kind of looks over to you, should. Masuki. He, Masuki, you notice he has been a little more wary of you since you're walking around in nine-foot-tall glittering armor. <laughs> <laughs> there has been less sass, I've noticed. Although he does take the occasion to like look into it, look at his reflections, like, yeah, I do definitely need to shave his little tiny whiskers that, of his <laughs> prepubescent beard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I liked him better when he was a kid. Just gonna put that out there. Yes. So, uh, tell me, uh, Caleb, you said you know some things about magic, yeah? A thing or two. Charlie seems to think that you may have some magical investment yourself. What do you know about these spirits? He puts his hand down on his gun. Let's just say I have an item of power. And then give me whoever would like can do a notice roll. This will be opposed, however. I'm oh, okay with that. Slide a hand. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll notice some shit. Damn, Charlie. I got a awesome. five. Everybody I'm sticking s- with what they got? Yeah. yeah. Keeping myself. Yeah. Okay, give me just a second. I don't distrust him that much anymore. I'll just use stealth because there's no deception skill. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't have any bennies left to room. Oh, he has his own bennies, but he's not going to spend them. Yeah, he's clearly... Everybody who got higher than a four and beat his three, which should be all of you. He's hey. lying a little bit about the item of power. Yeah. <laughs> like, his voice cracks just a little bit. Don't objectify yourself, Caleb. <laughs> Alright, fine, you got me. I, I have been known to dabble in a little witchcraft here and there. Nothing major. Conjure a few trinkets, you know, an earthen wall, fireball occasionally, you know. Well, nobody's perfect. Some post-cognition. <laughs> <laughs> actually, damn it all, I actually have done a, quite a bit of sorcery. <laughs> it doesn't make me a bad person. I don't <sighs> think it does, Caleb. No one here looks down on sorcery. Mag is just being silent because you are all lying. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as what I may know, I unfortunately, other than just ghost stories and the such, the way my magic works didn't require a ton of actual, well, lore chasing or mentorship, actually. 
So uh, while I am quite a smart fella and I know my numbers and my letters, I don't really know a whole lot about supernatural beasties. Fought a werewolf once. That was fun. Except not terrifying, actually. And some other wolf people. And there was this rock that made people sick one time. But yeah, nothing like this. All right. Especially well, since, uh, from where I'm from, we don't have many gizmos that, that are quite that fancy. You know, maybe like a, a steam Gatling gun or something like that, but I've seen those blow up without anything go untoward or supernatural. Well, I could try interrogating the thing. We're probably not here. We uh, we should probably have a more controlled location. Mags, are you going to fill Danny in on what's going on? Because remember, he can't hear anybody talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a monster in his ear. <laughs> well, Danny, uh, how, how far along is he on his breakfast plate? Oh, he's about halfway. I'm going to let him finish. Awfully <laughs> 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 polite of you. I'm going to finish mine, too. Uh, while we're eating, I will mention, uh, Danny, is there uh, any place you know of that's uh, fairly safe and secluded that is not uh, your shop? Nowhere in town. We all kind of live elbow to elbow here. Uh, I'm going to do my best to try to like simultaneously think and talk so that he can be clued in on this from now on. Okay. What about You're you, fine. Caleb? Uh... You got what? any any sort of safe haven hideout you could uh, call upon? Not necessarily a safe place, but I, I know a, a person or two that might be able to watch our backs. Just don't fella... want don't want to be fully exposed uh, if we attempt to do anything here. Uh, and as uh, I mean, we can always just go outside to of town. His... Yeah, that's true. That may be the best bet. In fact, uh, then we would definitely be safe. Uh, Danny, uh, I hate to inform you. I noticed that it's close to the end of his plate there. But uh, the creatures don't... Uh, I don't believe they actually break your uh, your equipment. I, I think they're there. I think it's still in there. Right now. He just kind of like drops his like food and looks wild eyed. Just kind of like you can tell he's struggling not to, like, claw at his implant, which he can't take out anyways. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be causing any harm, and trust me, if it does do something crazy, you've got uh, you've got the right people around you right now. But uh, for us to try to do anything more for you, I think it would be a good idea to go somewhere where things can be more controlled. Perhaps we can have a conversation with that little bugger and convince him to... Move on. What do you say? He looks just like distraught at the end of his rope. At this point, I'll try anything. That's good. The next thing I was going to offer you was a plasma pistol. <laughs> kind of like in his head, thinking like, this guy want me to kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. Sounds good. If you're finished, uh, I know somewhere we can go. And I'm gonna call Ward on the 
thing. Oh. Kill it on the radio. Hey, Lord, come in now. Hey, Chief. Y'all station on the west end of town? Yeah. Uh, about five minutes out. You see the river? Yeah. All right. If you're not already near the banks, make your way toward the banks of the river. Stay outside of town. We'll meet you there. Uh, just FYI, sir. A lot of activity in the night. A lot of motorcycles. I think a couple of mechanical horses. Looks like a bandit group of at least 25, 30 enter town. Don't know if that's normal here or not. Did you recognize anything? Nah, we couldn't get very good scans in the dark, but... It seems unlikely they would have followed us all the way tomorrow, and uh, maybe I'm just being a little uh, over... Nah, paranoid. I mean, I don't think they followed us. They didn't come in from the same direction we did. Then they're probably not our concern. Yeah, well, just letting you know, they were armed with a decent mix of weaponry, so... So right. probably the only thing we've seen that would actually potentially pose a decent threat to us. We'll keep our eyes out then. Thanks for the heads up. Alright, we'll rendezvous in about 15. We should be on site. Alright. And you hear him just before the rail clicks. Alright, everybody, move out. Hey, front and center. <laughs> Might need you to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. We'll follow the river. They'll meet us outside of town. And then I think this is where we'll actually stop. No! <laughs> I know, right? Scary-ass words. I knew I should have spent more bennies. <laughs> I always end up left with leftover bennies. I always feel bad about it. That was episode 15 of The Big Guns, Tequila and Sunrise. Thank you all for listening, and thanks to Pinnacle and Palladium, as usual, for game creation. Loving it. We uh, have our second episode of Summer Breaks You Out. If you're listening to this on Patreon, you already know that. If not, join Patreon so that you can listen to it. Charlie is played by Will. Mag is played by Justin. That's me. <laughs> and Masuki is played by Tess. And all the brats and bullies and other B words I can't think of at the time are played by Jason. And we are In Our Dreams Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at IODCast. That's Twitter, not Twitter. Don't know why I said Twitter. And Instagram. We are in underscore our underscore dreams five. Reach out if you have anything to say. And until then, we'll see you in the next stream. Bye, guys. I'm manually fading out.